You can call her mayhem or mayday Talk shit, she at your head I ain't talking bald face She don't fuck with baby daddies Fucking up the funk sway Taking care of four kids Sunday to Sunday Fly earth and round trips When she hit the runway Comedy original She do shit her own way Made the stage her place Moving at her own pace Fuck with her the wrong way This gonna be a long day She watch basketball wives Loving hip hop too Born in 81 One day four turned to 82 Funny, ratchet, and cute. She a winner, that's true. She don't even take L's eating alphabet soup. Mayday, mayhem, 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 mayday, mayhem. She a cool black nerd, always been smart. Ever since she turned eight, wanted her name in the charts. Monty Python was a shit. Richard Pryor made a star. Red Fox and Eddie Murphy, inspiration to her art. Welcome back to the Mayday Mayhem podcast. I am your host, Mayday Mayhem M. And today, we will be discussing what pretty much was the trial of the year of Derek Chauvin, which was found guilty on all three charges. And he was actually arrested on site in the courtroom and was handcuffed and he was had um arrested and charged for the murder of George Floyd which was literally on Memorial Day of last year so there was justice in that case however there are three more defendants that are waiting to seek you know prosecution and that's the other police officer Teo and the other two police officers that was holding um, George Floyd's lower body down, they will be facing charges. 
very soon. And with Derek Chauvin being found guilty on all three charges, you know, what does that say about the other three defendants? Will they get guilty pleas or, you know, will they get probation or what can be said for the other three defendants? But before we really get into that, let's just talk about the Derek Chauvin case and how, as usual, they try to paint the victim as though they did something wrong. And as we know, in this case, the victim is George Floyd, as I said before, who was killed last year on Memorial Day for allegedly giving a counterfeit $20 bill. Now, with that being said, a counterfeit bill does not mean you should lose your life. Let's get that perfectly clear. I don't think any unoffensive crime like that is worth you losing your life. A $20 bill, a phony bill, no, that's not worth you losing your life. Um, and we're going to dive into other another case that's circulating. But since I have been gone for about two weeks, on a two-week hiatus, um, that's because I really was involved and in into this case. And it was it was nonstop from the beginning to the end. And even the jury was out for what? Not even twenty four hours. And they came back with guilty across the board. Which made us as blacks and African Americans feel that though something was being done. You know, this is the first Pretty much time in Minnesota history that a police officer has been arrested for wrongfully killing a black person. And that's just crazy. Now we're going to read a little bit on uh, Derek Chauvin. And he is facing like up to whoo, decades in jail, which is it's worth it. It's more than worth it. Um, but Derek Chauvin is American, of course, former police officer and convicted of murder and his involvement. Yeah, listen to those key words, involvement. So we might see a precursor for what, what may happen with the other three defendants. However, um, he was convicted for his involvement in the murder of George Floyd in Minneapolis, Minnesota on May 25th, 2020. During an arrest made by Chauvin and three other officers, he knelt on Floyd's neck for about nine minutes. Now, when the trial first started, everyone counted 846, 846, 846. But as the trial went on, we found out that he was actually on um, George Floyd's neck for at least like nine and a half minutes. Like they were counting after he was unconscious, after, you know, even to the point where the paramedics had to tell Chauvin, like, yo, move. We cannot check his vitals because you're in the way. So they timed all that up to like nine minutes and like 39 seconds. 
So that's where they got the nine minutes from. Because as we remember, it was 846, but that's where he got the nine from. They timed the whole amount of time together that he was on George Floyd's neck. So that's where we got that time from. Um, while Floyd was handcuffed, not to mention he was handcuffed, handcuffed, lying face down on the streets, calling out, I can't breathe. The next day, Chauvin was fired by Minneapolis Police Department. He was charged with second degree murder and the lesser included offenses. The incident set off, uh-oh. Incidents set off a series of protests in the Twin Cities and across the rest of the United States. Really, it went around the whole world, if you want to be technical. However, um, Chauvin was released on bail in, on October 7th of 2020. His murder trial began March 8th of 2021 in the Minnesota 4th District County Court and concluded on April 20th. The jury finding him guilty of unintentional second-degree murder, third-degree murder, and second-degree manslaughter. Now, each one of those cases do carry, like, all together. We talking about maybe, maybe hopefully, with our fingers crossed, maybe 40, 50 years. Now, he will be showing up for his sentencing in the next couple of weeks. However... You think they're they're not going to use any evidence that was in this case for the next three defendants? You you're sadly mistaken. They're going to take all this evidence that they got to get a guilty plea for Derek Chauvin for the other three ex police officers that held him down. Even though one of the police officers did say, "Should we turn him over?" Him following his first man, even asking that is a precursor that, yes, something is wrong, should have stepped off and got Chauvin off. But subsequently, he didn't. So they're going to use all that. So that's a case that we we're going to be watching out for. And those cases will be happening quite soon. They're getting revved up and ready for them right now. And also... That brings us to another killing. Thank you, Zoya. I appreciate you. That brings us to another killing um, that happened with um, young man Dante Wright. Now, he was just killed. What a coincidence. On April 11th, 2021, and he was subsequently shot by a female police officer who was supposedly aiming for her taser. Now, here in, you know, fairly everywhere you know, you go, they have training on the use of tasers and the use of firearms. Your firearm is always on your, you know, your dominant side, your lethal side, whatever side you shoot with. Your taser will always be on your non-lethal side, which will always be on your opposite. I used to date a few police officers in my day, so I know a little bit. Okay, just hear me out. So, 
with that being said, you're automatically trained that if you are being lethal, you're going to automatically go for your sidearm, your, your gun. But if it's a non-lethal threat, you're going for your taser. But in subsequently, any case, if you are a police officer, you should be able to differentiate which is which and what is what. Now, in the killing of Dante Wright, a 20-year-old African-American um, young man whose life was taken in a simple traffic stop by a police officer by the name of Kimberly Potter. Now, this has spread across the nation and probably across the world right now. We're just giving the precap on it because the case that we just saw with Chauvin could be a precursor for the case with Kimberly Potter. Now, in her instance, she she's really outright out of pocket. Because not only was she a police officer, she was on the force for over 26 years. She's been on the force longer than I've had kids living. And a lot of my viewers and listeners. Now, with that being said, she was also a trainer. So that means she trained people on the use of their firearms and the use of a taser. There's no mixing up a firearm with a taser. Number one, I'm a civilian and I can tell you they look different. The weight is different. The feel is different. It, it, it's even shaped different. There's even a flashing yellow band on it to let you know that, yo, this is what you need. This is the one. This is the one, you know, like for non-lethal. But she pulled out her gun. And, and I don't know, I'm picky as fuck, people. Y'all know me, I'm picky. However, when you watch the video, she's hollering taser, taser, taser with this cold black steel gun in her hand. Huh? Okay. Okay. However, she has this thin ass piece of paper in the other hand, in her left hand. And I'm saying to myself, bitch, drop the paper. Why would you care about having a piece of paper in your hand? You first, you hollering, taser, 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 and you have a whole gun in your hand. Number one, that was rule number one, and you a whole trainer. That was a big no-no. You should have known better, for one. Let's be real. Number two, you shot him one fatal blow to the chest. It was like, oh, I shot him. Now. She tried to quit. Kimberly Potter tried to quit. Her and the captain tried to quit because the captain um, of the priest had even said that, oh, he didn't believe she, he believed it was a mistake. And think about it. We all thought it could have possibly been a mistake until we heard that this bitch was a whole trainer. Because I say that loosely because she didn't have to shoot him. There's other means of non-lethal use and you were supposed to pull out the non-lethal use you're screaming that you have the non-lethal use in your hand but yet you have a gun in your hand and you are trained on the department for 26 years and you are a trainer yourself and you can't differentiate the difference 
between the weight of a gun versus the weight of a taser. And I can even tell you the weight is even in different areas. There was a police officer that went viral on TikTok. You can find him on uh, YT, but he went viral on TikTok for talking about the use of these weapons and how some of these bad polices are making it worse for the good police officers, which is absolutely true because there are some good police officers out there that get a bad rep because of the fuck shit that the bad police officers do. <clears throat> Excuse me. Y'all ever heard the saying that your mother say one or two bad apples will spoil a whole bunch. The other apples could be good for eating, good, good for cooking with. But if a person see those two other bad apples in there, they'll walk past that whole bag. Not knowing that, yo, if you just take that bag and get rid of those two bad apples, you got a whole bag full of good apples. So now what that leaves? That leaves those good apples to spoil. It's just an analogy. But just to, you know, to show what they're trying to do. And he even said it's time for the bad police officers to be weeded out because they're making it bad for the good police officers. Do y'all know TikTok took that shit down? They took it down. They said because it started, um, how did they say it started? It peaked up conversation. It was a very controversial video. However, the whole situation is very controversial. How can you be a police officer trained to know the difference between a sidearm and a taser and you grabbed your gun allegedly, accidentally, allegedly and shot this young man one time in the chest. And like I said, because you have a warrant or it's a traffic stop does not mean it's a death sentence. It should not be a death sentence just for stopping. It should not be a death sentence for even obeying with the law. Even if he did do a brief struggle, you have all those police officers around her, around him. She's yelling taser. They move back thinking she actually had a taser in her hand. But no, she's holding a damn piece of paper and a gun. And now this young man, he was just not too long laid to rest. And it's sad that we hear these stories over and over again. Now, we just got justice for one. I'm always the hotline, y'all. We just got justice for one. Now... And we're still waiting for justice for the other three. Now we have the right for justice for Dante Wright. And the countless other people. Look at Breonna Taylor. No one was charged in her murder. No one. But what they were charged for was shooting in the house and three bullets went out into the other apartment building. That's what they got in trouble for. Not actually murdering this girl inside her own house for no reason, 
on a bogus ass warrant. They weren't even supposed to be there for something that literally had nothing to do with her. Looking for someone that was already locked up. Got to listen when the stories first hit that was already locked up and that was already in custody. And y'all swatted her house for what? And then you tried to blame her boyfriend for trying to defend her. Say, well, he shot first. Well, wouldn't you try to protect your family if someone is coming in your home and they have multiple people stating that they heard no one say, you know, not, not this, the police open up. And they even said themselves, it was a no, not warrant, which means you don't have to knock and identify yourself. You're just going in. So that case right there in itself was a misconduct of justice because no justice was got for Breonna Taylor. Let's be real. It wasn't got. So, you know, we not only as minorities, you know, we looking like, when is it going to stop? Because it's not just this is happening to black people. It's happening to brown people. Any minority or anybody that's not in that quote unquote range is susceptible to this. And it's, it's not fair and it's not right. Look at the, uh, po uh, the army lieutenant. All this happened now. I'm talking to y'all. I haven't been here in two weeks. I'm talking to you guys. All this has happened in two weeks time. The army lieutenant, he was pulled over for having a brand new car as though he's not supposed to have that with tinted windows. Oh, we didn't see the, the registration in the, in the, um, the, like the little license plate in the back of the car, but you can clearly see it's in the corner passenger side of his back window. Clearly see it. They pepper sprayed him, handcuffed him and he's suing the shit out of him as though he should. And the main police officer that was in charge, he's been fired. That was in charge of the whole situation, pulled him out the car, pepper sprayed him and everything. And I, what was so cold with it was when he opened up the door and was like, oh, what are you? A private or a corporal or something like that? He said, no, I'm a lieutenant. Yeah, you got rank on your back. And you see the man is dressed in full fatigue uniform. There was no reason for that. So not only are us as minorities not supposed to serve our country, but we're not supposed to have nice cars. We're not supposed to purchase nice things or we're not supposed to want to be better citizens for a society. And it's, it's a thing just like I was younger and I didn't understand what driving backwards meant. I'm like, Driving backwards. I've been hearing that for a long time. Driving backwards. And once I got older, I realized it meant not only are you driving forward, but you're also looking at that rearview mirror to see, are the police following you? Are they behind you? Myself, I have been subjected to it. I have been pulled over for not being wrong and was only told, oh, well, we see that you're in uniform, but we're not going to give you a ticket. You see that I'm not in uniform, so you're not going to give me a ticket. 
Wow. Even though I wasn't in the wrong, but okay, let me just take it and go. Just keep on going. So it's something that honestly, every minority has a story about this or that. New towns, new new places and things, things that have happened. So it's not out of the ordinary. But the question is, when will it stop? It, ha- it has to stop somewhere, sometime. And now this may be a pivotal point for it to stop because Derek Chauvin was the first man pretty much in Minnesota history to be convicted of pretty much killing someone as a police officer. This is 2021. And we may get the same out turn for Kimberly Potter. I'm hoping so. Um, because she literally just walked in there. She got literally got booked, took her picture and was released on a hundred thousand dollars bail. And, and that was, but that's, that's the justice here. It's like, Oh, kind of knew she was going to be released. So, But the only thing we can actually do is take our small victories and keep on going and hope for bigger victories. Because we know we're going to have more battles ahead of us, but we just have to keep battling and keep going for those small wins until we get the big one out the way, which would be for all this to just stop, you know. So we just have to keep praying on that and we're going to keep watching for the case of Dante Wright. We are going to take a break and I'll be right back at you with the Midday Mayhem podcast. And I want to take this time to thank you for listening to the Mayday Mayhem podcast. And I am your host, Mayday Mayhem. And you can not only catch me on Anchor FM, but you can catch me on Breaker. Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. If you have a streaming device, listen to your girl, Mayday Mayhem. I would also like to take this time and thank all my sponsors and listeners support because without you, this podcast would not be possible. So I would like to say thank you and I love y'all. Let's keep going on with the show. And we are back to the Mayday Mayhem podcast. I am your host, Mayday Mayhem M. And today, we are also speaking about another few things that happened in these past two weeks. You know, um, we lost DMX, you know, Earl Simmons. He passed as of April 9th. And, you know, we all know DMX had his battles and his struggles, but he... He he's the Rough Riders, like a legend. He's a legend. And you can't take that from him. He is a legend in his own right. He made it. DMX is he's the man. 
you know, and I was really pushing for him to pull through. And unfortunately, we lost that legend. Then behind him, we lost Black Rob. And everyone know Black Rob from his son. Like, whoa, whoa, you know, that was the song back in the day. Like, oh, you know, that was the song Black Rob. You know, but uh, subsequently he passed also and he died April 17th, 2021. And he was only like 51 years old. And you look at a DMX, he was 50, 51, Black Rob, 50, 51. Um, he was with Bad Boy Records with Diddy. You know, so and there was a lot of backlash over Black Rob's passing because the way he passed and he passed due to having, you know, his kidneys. It was an issue with his kidneys. And it was so crazy that this man had to have a GoFundMe just for his dialysis, which is fucking ridiculous because yet and still a fucking legend. Black Rob, you know, legendary, legendary performer, legendary. But yeah, he passed and he was 52. And um, like I said, everyone looked at Diddy because, you know, Diddy kind of use and abuse you. If you look at anybody that Diddy ever messed with, Diddy kind of got a little... Little mark on his little head. I don't know if it's the Illuminati or what, but if you look at everyone that Diddy ever really dealt with, it all falls apart. Think about some of his biggest hit headbangers. You know, you had Mace. Um, remember what happened with All in the Family? You know, um, that was with um Nas, Mace. Well, no, it was Nas. Uh, look him, him, you know, that's when they made, they sing all about the Benjamins, you know, look at Danny D. Kane, damaged, you know, uh, you have all these groups that he comes out with and then something mysteriously, they fade away. And then you start hearing things about the people that was a part of it and how Diddy is like, oh, but my hands up, I ain't got nothing to do with it, you know? So it was a lot of backlash, especially over the black entertainment industries, because everyone pretty much knew everyone of stature knew what was going on with Black Rob. And it's said that everyone could have chipped in and gave a little something to could have helped facilitate him because he was a legend and he did bring so much. You know what I'm saying? So that was one second legend we lost and as my mother always said it always comes in threes we lost shock g uh one of the digital underground members and if you don't know shock g was out there with tupac um money b you know it's a lot of them young mace and he was 57 years old he died April 22nd. And it seems like it's right back to back to back to back that we have lost these legends. And 
it should always be a a thing for you to tell people that you love them and cherish them while they're alive instead of memorializing them while they're gone. Like, it's nothing wrong with that. Of course, you want to memorialize your loved ones and people you look up to and the inspirations, you know what I'm saying? But I wish that we would tell each other while we're still here how much we are grateful for one another how much we love one another even if we have disagreements how much we disagree with each other but we can agree to disagree you know and because i'm pretty sure with all three of these legends dmx black rob shock g that there were people that wanted to tell them that, you know, man, bro, I love you. Or missed that last phone call. Like, fuck, I wish I would have asked that phone call. You know. So, with that being said, you know, tell each other you love each other now. Tell each other, you know, you cherish each other now. Because each day is not guaranteed to us. Except. Oh, each day is not um, guaranteed to us. <coughs> oh, excuse me. And we just never know, you know. That's why when I do have my podcast, I always end my podcast. Well, I always end my podcast with telling all y'all that I do love you. You know, because it's sad that he brought so much. He was like one of the foundations for rap, hip hop, you know, and he's gone, you know. So that's why I always say, you know, tell each other you love each other. Tell each other you care about each other. You know what I'm saying? If it's something that can be worked out, work it out. Talk that shit out before it's too late till you can't say nothing. And you be looking back wishing you was able to do something or say something or get at least a portion of that time back with that person. So that's that's like the lesson of life. Like, you know, you literally do got to live each day as though it's your last and love each other. Like, for real, you know, we have our days where, like, oh, I can't stand Susan or I can't stand Bethany. We have those days when we wake up on the wrong side of the bed, you know. But even through those days, we still have to look at the quote-unquote silver lining and say, you know, it could be worse. And things can get better, you know. Even in the worst situations, you look for the day when you say, this shit is going to stop. This shit is going to end. It's going to be a change. You know. That's why I like to stay optimistic and positive at all times. Because that just might be what a person really needs. That optimism and positivity. You know. So. With that being said. Um, we're going to end our podcast today. And I'm going to end my podcast the way I always end my podcast. If no one told you they love you, I do. I truly, truly do. 
and make sure you do better today than you did yesterday and strive for a better tomorrow today. Okay. You guys are loved and I will see you guys tomorrow. I promise I will not keep you guys waiting this long. I had to get things situated in, but it's all good. I will see you guys tomorrow. Thank you and good night.